It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family. To buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard. G'day and welcome to another episode here on the Have A Go podcast. Hope you're doing well. My name is Dave Edwards and with me, my co-host, Dane Eldridge. Mate, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me here as we talk about uh, our great country, Girt By Sea and self-doubt and what's going on, what's doing, as we like to say. What's doing? Well, mate, normally on this show, we're talking about tangible, measurable concepts, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, the impending war with China or the Republican debate the future of the ABC. Anything that can be just quantified Anything by the that, census, basically. E- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, today we're going to take a little bit of a different turn and we're going to talk about a spirit, the Anzac spirit. Mm, 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 we're bit. obviously all very familiar with the story and we'll touch on the story in a moment, but I mean, the Anzac spirit, do you feel it? Is it within you? Does it burn deeply within you, the spirit of the Anzacs? It certainly does, mate. And I think it does in the heart of all Australians, especially at this time of year as we approach Anzac mm. Day, the public holiday, basically. Yeah. But uh, Although this year we're not getting a public holiday in New South Wales because it falls on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And our, my Anzac spirit has taken a hit because of that. Diggers would have fucking hated that. Wouldn't they ever? I mean, you know, when you're in the trenches and you're told you're going to get a day off, yeah. then you're not. <laughs> no one's too happy. But look, mate, the Anzac spirit, in all seriousness, it is imbued in me. It's imbued mm. in all Australians, I believe. But I just don't know what it is. It's, yeah. it's hard. If my son asked me, what is the Anzac spirit? I wouldn't know how to describe it. You know, I thought I knew at one point, but, you know, now we've got decorated soldiers going rogue on tour. We've got, you know, vandals yeah. defacing cenotaphs and, and new Navy ships are being marked like a bloody Cardi B film clip. I right. mean, so what, what's going on with our defence forces and, and the spirit that lives within? Yeah, well, I'm not sure. So let's let's go back to the history. Let's actually set it up. I mean, I'm sure most of the listeners out there are somewhat familiar with the history of Gallipoli, mm-hmm. um, which is really where it all started. So basically yep. the early morning of 25th of April, 1915, mm. uh, Australia and New Zealand soldiers, Anzac soldiers, um, were part of a British-led force uh, that landed on Turkey's Gallipoli Peninsula, mm. a place now known as Anzac Cove, uh, tried to knock the Turks out of the war, basically. Yep. Trying to knock them over. Yep. Uh, we were keen as fuck to get involved. The Labor leader at the time, um, Andrew Fisher, he pledged our last man and our last shilling to the war effort. Wow. Which seems a bit excessive yeah, in retrospect. Big words. Mm. Um, but day one of Gallipoli, mate, was an absolute bloodbath. Mm. Uh, you know, the troops, the Turkish troops, they saw it coming mm. and they opened fire. It was a terrible spot to land in retrospect. Mm. Uh, just a narrow little beach overlooked by a cliff with a little bit of shrubbery around, easy to hide if you're a sniper. Mm. They were just picking us off. Mm. Couldn't get a better optic as a sniper. Yeah, didn't think it through. by that same evening, 2,000 Anzacs were either killed or wounded. Yep. So that's the story. And the the battle itself dragged on for a while, around eight months, I believe, before we were eventually evacuated out of there. So it was a military failure, Mm. thanks to the British. Yep. But um, but those characteristics that the Anzacs showed under fire on that day throughout that battle, bravery, determination, steel, and, and of course, mateship. That's right, Probably the mate. most important characteristic mm. of the Anzacs. Those mm. have somehow lasted as defining characteristics, do you think? They are definitely. I mean, it's uh, something as Australians that we all like to hold dear and think, you know, the perfect 
distilled down, mm. you know, typified Australian is to <laughs> is to show those um th- those uh, sort of qualities at all time. And well, that's know, why we love Anzac Day, isn't it? Because we get to think of ourselves as good, strong blokes. That's who, right. If the situation called for it, we would stand up under fire and be counted. Of course, but I don't know if um people in the modern day would uh, have the same sort of uh, courage and irreverence towards <laughs> establishmentarianism like those guys did that day. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if they did, they'd probably have to post about it for likes. <laughs> so I mean, there's some there's yeah. some great stories that came out of Gallipoli. Probably the most famous one is Simpson and his donkey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, probably the best known Anzac for his selfless deeds when. You know, he was carrying wounded men up on this donkey yep. uh, down to the first aid station uh, set yep. up at Anzac Cove. And what's the modern-day equivalent of that, like Gillen McLaughlin playing polo? <laughs> well, yeah. well, I was thinking, yeah, I mean, the closest thing, especially in COVID times, I was thinking, you know, like, you know, first responders would yeah. probably be the, the closest thing, the real heroes, you know, paramedics, um, you know, police, emergency podcasters, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, people who are first at the scene with a nuclear take on the uh, new con- uh, concussion sub rule, those kind of yeah. guys. I'd say they're the, the modern-day Simpson. It's Interesting you say COVID. I mean, do you think that we've displayed that kind of spirit uh, during COVID? Because, you know, the Anzac spirit is often evoked whenever there is a natural disaster, Mm. you know, a flood or a bushfire. Australians always come together. During COVID, do you think we've kind of displayed that? That spirit as a nation, I mean, we've been shutting our borders to each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have, yeah, we certainly have come together um, in terms of whatever side of the political divide you're on. Mm. I mean, um, you know, I've seen some young liberals really banding together yeah. um, as one, showing the Anzac spirit, uh, you know, finding common ground together, marginalising the poor. Yeah. I and, guess, you yeah. know, you talk about frontline responders. I mean, our Uber Eats delivery drivers have been out there on oh, the front haven't line they ever? delivering <laughs> our luxes within 30 minutes during COVID. I mean, that's national service. <laughs> right there. I mean, yeah. And, and, and conscription. I mean, do we need to go there? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're definitely right, mate. Look, no one... No one, you know, uh, uh, believes they know what the Anzac spirit is, and no one will profess to. No. None of us in the day to these da- uh, modern times would ever be able to imagine what they went through back in the day. No, and uh, this is why we're here to try and pin down, you know, for the next generation who seem a little bit aloof yeah. as to what it is the Anzac spirit so actually is. We'll get to that a little bit later in the episode, but um, so Anzac Day, as we talked about public holidays before, it was quickly mm. it was quickly announced as a public holiday. Yep. Um, over the years, it's been marked by a dawn service. Yep. Have you ever been out to the dawn service, either either in you know, your parts or, or the city CBD? You ever go to one? I certainly have, mate. I've been a couple of times. Right. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's bloody early, it's, okay? And it's that time yeah. of year when the and mist the city's starts cold. coming down. It's really cold in the mornings. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, what I've done, if I can't make the dawn service, I just buy 25 of Peter Fitz's books. Yeah. So, you know, it lives on in his royalties. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, other than that, I think the only other rite of passage for an Australian, well, what it seems like in the modern day, is to, uh, you know, make the pilgrimage to Gallipoli and just litter. Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, and get drunk at the at the site of probably, you know, our country's greatest moment slash tragedy. Surprised actually mm. that, you know, the New Zealand pilgrims didn't pick up all the rubbish because obviously the All Blacks <laughs> famously sweep up the dressing rooms after all their matches. Yeah. Why didn't the Kiwis just pick up all the rubbish at Gallipoli? Well, they probably did, but they probably did it off camera because they don't need to, you know, to be verified uh, visually at all. They don't need to post about it. <laughs> Part of their culture, That's isn't right. it? That's right. Remember there's some outrage about revelers like playing the Bee Gees staying alive oh, goodness. in the hours okay. leading up to the service at Gallipoli. So, we, you know, while we do respect the Anzac spirit, we haven't always shown it. Uh, mm. in, our, in modern times, have we? The reverence no, we to haven't. the diggers, no, we to haven't. the service. I think that there's a lot of lip service out there, to be honest. And I mean, um, there's, um, uh, you know, the last of the diggers, there's not many left. Um, you know, well, the last digger, on- I think he, the last World War One digger passed away in 2000. 2000- 
two, I there believe. There you go. Glad I did my research. Howard really loved Anzac Day, didn't he? really captured a lot of those spirits. Mateship as well, we've talked about before, how he tried to wedge that into the to the preamble of the Constitution. Yep, yep. It really kind of ramped up then. So, I mean, over the years, if we kind of reflect, I mean, the event itself of Anzac Day came under a bit of threat in the 60s. Okay, uh, yep. You know, the, the usual types opposed to the celebration of war. Yes. Um, but it was revived in that late... 20th century under Howard especially. Yes. Um, record numbers attending the dawn service. That was that reinvigoration yes. of the spirit. National pride. Um, but recently uh, there's been some people that have come out and said some controversial things, particularly on social media, mm. about the Anzacs, what those Anzacs got up to. They weren't always just the nicest of blokes. They weren't always showing mateship. No. And it was some guy from SBS who's been cancelled now. Uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, and also, yeah, no, was it, um, it was Yasmin who was uh, run mm. back overseas um, by a, a Twitter mob who wasn't happy with a tweet that she made mm. pointing out. I actually read that tweet. Like, it, it wasn't actually that bad. No. Not, but- not I'm just literally setting my, myself up for a cancellation, which is all right. <laughs> I actually need to move anyway. <laughs> But, you know, we don't like people making political statements on Anzac Day, do we? No, we don't. Any other day of the year, but yeah. 25th of April, you know, just log off. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, just log off. Yeah, yeah, or get a burner. I mean, um, but, yeah, it was just <laughs> just poorly timed, I think. I mean, you know, it was it was heightened. Yeah. It was very heightened oh, time. Oh, isn't that charged? Yeah, and, um, and uh, yeah, she, I don't think she's been back since. Um, no. But, uh, but, but Australia's a place where, you know, free speech is encouraged, but, you know, if you say the wrong thing, yeah. you're fucking cancelled forever. Right. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, mate. But um, but look, yeah. So maybe the Anzac spirit lives on in cancellations. Yeah, perhaps. Um, we 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 do not know. As I said before, it is very hard to quantify. Yeah. But but do you also know, mate, that um, speaking of cancellations, that the use of the word Anzac has actually been governed by federal legislation since 1921. So it's actually a protected word. Right. So does that mean the government has to give you permission to use the word Anzac? Yeah. So if you use it in the wrong way, you can get cancelled. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there is a modern take on the Anzac spirit. Well, I mean, there's been, over the years, there's been like, lest we forget merchandise. There's been, you know, vials of sand from Anzac Cove. Yep. Um, Corporates. Corporates love affiliating themselves with the Anzac spirit, don't they? Don't they ever. And that's one thing that we want to ensure is that the Anzac spirit doesn't live on in capitalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's just a small request I have. I don't know if I'm if that's agreeable to to the to the larger swathes <laughs> of this audience. Yeah. Okay. But but probably the biggest shocker was Woolworths a few years ago when they um they did the less we forget fresh in our memories uh, <laughs> campaign with right. a picture of a digger. I think I don't know if yeah. it was made by AI or um if it was a, a deep fake. But uh, they they just went ahead and did it and they said you know post yeah. with this hashtag your memories of I assume you know uh, you know people, what a campaign yeah like people that you know from the war or sort of just a good batch of bread you bought from us. Yeah. And, well, that uh, social media campaign was the biggest campaign since Gallipoli. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah, the most successful or in, infamous. <laughs> and then uh, and then another famous one too on a lower scale is just general nightclub promotions. You know, like we, we, we throw back to before is that, um, you know, Anzac Day is a public holiday. So the best way that Australians like to mark that is to get blind drunk the night before yeah. and just spend it, um, you know, uh, working off a hangover yeah. on, on the public holiday. So, of course, there's some uh, nightclubs that jump on the back of that. Uh, and they're using the um, Anzac spirit as a way to lure you in for $2 drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> I'm not, I'm again, not... the diggers would have loved it. Yeah. I mean, that's we right. haven't even talked about two up on Anzac Day, and that 
that's a whole thing as well, just the drinking culture. Yeah, that's right. So we might have to do a whole episode on drinking culture, perhaps. I think we do. Yes. But, um, I mean, look, today the Anzac spirit is under a bit of threat. And, you know, we've seen actually some quite horrific news coming out like recently mm. in the form of the Brayton Report. I mean, our ADF, the Australian Defence Force, mm. has been accused of war crimes. Yeah. Um, you know, our most decorated soldier, Ben Robert Smith, smiling while drinking out of the prosthetic leg of a Taliban fighter that he allegedly killed. Yes. You know, yes. taking body parts as a souvenir. Yeah. I Not mean, a good optic. You know, we're hearing word about how this bloke dug a hole in his backyard to hide, <laughs> to hide USB drives <laughs> containing incriminating images. Yeah. I and- mean, I know the Anzac spirit it's all about mateship, uh, and I'm sure these blokes were mates. Yep, <laughs> which is which is fine, and nothing cements a friendship hmm. like you know drinking beer out of a dead bloke's leg. I've always said that. <laughs> but you know things like all the other elements of the Anzac spirit, you know, courage under fire, moral victory. Yeah. Is this under threat? I mean, look at what's happening to our military today. I know, mate. And you know what? The thing is, it's it's delicate as fuck, isn't it? Isn't like, it? No one knows how to tackle this. Like oh. Ben Robert Smith, as we've spoken about ad nauseum in the past, mm. he was on a, on a trajectory to parliament, wasn't, wasn't he? he? He was, he was um, you know, as Australia's starting to get into the mode of enjoying mm. having military figures yep. in parliament and he was just tailor-made. And then he got a gig at seven as well, oh, which is what you just, need on your resume before going for pre-selection. He was just undeniable CV, yeah. wasn't he? Backed by Kerry Stokes. And, you know, this guy's got a VC. He's bloody spilled blood on the battlefields for this nation, you know, and then people are like, shouldn't he be excused? Yeah, are you, yeah, are you yeah. suggesting we should turn a blind eye? Yeah, well, you know, what about the fog of war? Have you heard fog about of the war, fog of war? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when there's a war, do what you want. Yeah, it's is that like fog. a Barry Hall brain snap? <laughs> Yeah, so, so what you're saying is give BRS six weeks. Yeah, I think six yeah, weeks, okay. six to eight. Yeah, okay. Have a go. <laughs> All right, Anzac Day. Time to draft a controversial tweet that cements my standing as an edgy left-wing social commentator. Raise a glass for all the innocent civilian women and children <laughs> that were mercilessly... Wow, hold on there, champ. Sure you want to post that? Well, I really want to tweet something controversial, but I don't want to lose my job at this government-funded organisation either. Can't wait to raise a glass to the brave Anzacs today. How good is Australia? Ah, that's better. Anti-cancel 3000. Run your flagrantly disrespectful tweet through our algorithm and watch as it becomes instantly sanitised to meet modern standards. International Women's Day? When's there gonna be an international men's? As a father to two young girls, today I'm reflecting on how I can help women experience the world fairly. Thanks, Anti-Cancel 3000. Anti-Cancel 3000. Deleting your real opinions so you don't have to delete your account. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. If you are so confident about your view of fight back, why won't you call an early election? The answer is, mate, because I want to do you slowly. I want to do you slowly. Do you slowly. 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 There's got to be a bit of sport in this for all of us. Uh, very pleased to have once more in the Have A Go studio, social commentator and comedian Luke Heggie. Heggie, welcome oh, back, mate. It's nice to be allowed to have another go. Oh, it, 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 and get numerous it. goes for you, mate. Yes. yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. No quota here. Uncancelable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are tackling a very touchy subject to some mm. today. We're talking about the Anzac spirit. Oh, um, yes. And we're all walking on eggshells. I'm sitting literally on eggshells as we speak. But, you know, let's let's start with what it means to you. What is Anzac Day? 
and well, the spirit itself well, means the spirit you. and the day are quite different. The day, to me, just means ripping my shirt off and screaming the World War II classic K-San at top volume at uh, Scruffy Murphy's at 2am <laughs> while swinging a fistful of granddad's bravery medals around my pink bloated head. <laughs> Slipping and, uh, in a club Eros right next to yeah. Scruffy Murphy's at 3am. I mean, it's everything. It's it's such a bloody good... It's rum and milk for brekkie. Yeah. Don't even know the significance, significance of that, but I'm having it. Responsibly, though, 16-year-olds, yeah. yellow label square bear, 18-year-olds, orange label OP, put hairs on your chest, you little bastard. And uh, anyone 21 and over, black label. Yeah. Larrikinism, pure larrikinism in, right. in a square bottle. It's that one day a year, isn't it, where we can just kind of rip our shirts off and Cut. go for it loose. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's spirit. what they would have done. Literally. That's what oh. the Anzac would have done. That's why they did it. So we could do that. Yes. To have a public holiday, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As an entertainer in that type of industry, do you get the public holiday? I mean, that's the big question. No, I don't. I don't. You know, public holidays mean absolutely nothing to me, <laughs> except for this one. I, I do look quite like this one. It, you, you don't want to be too far off the boil, though. Like, you want to get maggot, but uh, <laughs> you've got to pace yourself because, you know, nostalgia's all well and good, but uh, you've got to be on the front foot sometimes. You Like, someone brings a two-headed coin to two up, you want to be able to bayonet the bastard with Pops's old gun. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't take your foot off the pedal. That's right, and also much. for these gaggles of um, youngsters getting around who really don't actually grasp what the Anzac spirit is, with the um, flags around the neck, oh, all that no sort idea. of stuff. Blind yeah. drunk at eight am. Yeah, you want to be on your toes for that. For example, my flag has done the Kokoda Trail around my neck. <laughs> right. What have their flags done? Nothing. <laughs> so what's the? I mean, let's talk about the spirit itself. Mm. I mean, the spirit lives in all of us. Um, do you channel the Anzac spirit on a day-to-day basis? Well, I, I like to think all of us have it in us, yeah. just just lingering back there in the cockles. Yeah. Um, the modern version of the Anzac, Anzac spirit for me, though, has got to be sleeping in. I mean, <laughs> the day itself, dawn has been shifted to a much more agreeable 8 or 9 a.m. <laughs> now. Uh, that way they can have bands marching the streets without upsetting the Alan Joneses of the world yeah. who live <laughs> yeah. smack in the CBD. And don't ask for much from the world except a good night's sleep, thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you ever get out to a dawn? It's bloody early. Oh, yeah, I used to go when I was a kid. I used to get up and go into the city with my grandfather for actual dawn service. Bit nippy, yeah. Must be said. Even in Queensland, C- CBD yeah. as well. There's a lot of shadows. Uh, not a lot of sun gets wind through. Wind tunnels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Even in Ugg boots yeah. in Queensland, late April, yeah. pretty cold. Yeah. Questionable types. Nice that they moved it to summer. They could just move it around. Yeah, why not? Why not? January. Yeah, that'd be I know nice. That, that would be a cancelled offence. Yeah, that's right. to even talk about this publicly. Yeah, that's right. Suggesting moving yeah. the date. I'm not okay. suggesting moving the date. Should I say? Well, I just see no, the eggshells crackling over there. Yeah. Just, <laughs> what did these people fight for anyway? Just so I have to get up early. I wouldn't yeah. think so. No, not at all. Well, that's one of the prime things they were fighting for in the first place. Yeah, exactly. My right to a comfy. Pillow. I think that's the thing they said just before they went into battle. Mm. Directly before they went in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the thing. We were told to go into battle by an Englishman. Basically, yeah. he strategised the whole thing at Gallipoli. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm getting tired of answering to I'm those I'm just bastards. getting angry thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need two Anzac days. Yeah. Yeah. One for, you know, celebration and one for just pure hatred. Hatred of the poms. Yeah, that the sounds good to me. The whinging poms. <laughs> well, how do you reckon Australians should, should celebrate Anzac Day in modern times? Oh, man, I mean, mean, we're all a little bit unsure of how to do it, how to tackle it. You know, mm. it's, um, it's a, has a special aura around it. You know, should we be spending time with family, you know, paying you know, our respects at commemorative sites? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's all that formality stuff. But, mm. well, I mean, stopping short of making the pilgrimage to Gallipoli and reenacting the battle. <laughs> in front of some <laughs> bewildered Turks who wonder why their granddads had any trouble at all picking off a bunch of pissheads in Bintang singlets. <laughs> um, 
the design of which doubles up as a target. One right on the ticker, big one on the back. So <laughs> if they want a headshot, just go for the glint shining off the blue mirror wraparounds. Um, I mean, they, you know, that must confuse them a little bit. I mean, we should, we should probably all light up a Barbie each, like one per man, woman and child, yep. maybe turn the esky into a vehicle of some description, drive mm. down the servo, yep. Yep. three bags yep. of ice for nine bucks, yeah. bang, bang, boom, <laughs> kick back, take it easy. As long as someone's thing. in a shopping trolley going down a street oh, on yeah. Anzac Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think yeah, that's yeah. all that we need to be doing. In the modern fatigues being the um, yeah the Bintan singlet yeah. Yeah. and the, the board shorts with the Australian flag <laughs> on it. <laughs> I mean, how do we ensure, I mean, that's today, but, you know, 100 years down the road, I mean, mm. we don't know what's going to happen to Australia in 100 years, how many battles we'll go into, how quickly China will, you know, take over Australia, boots yes. on the ground, just take us over. Yeah. I mean, can you see, like, how do you see Anzac Day 100 years from now? I mean, I feel like the youth now, they're out of touch with most things, and uh, this is yep. illustrated perfectly by their lack of respect for the Anzac spirit. What we need, I reckon, is another war. Yeah. yeah, I mean, COVID just didn't really do the job, did it? No. We need to thin the herd, get a bit more square meterage each out of this mm. joint, uh, remind people what freedom really is. Yeah. And also on that, like surely it's time to bone the NZ out of Anzac Day. Do we need oh, them anymore? They've been clinging on for a while. They I don't sure like it. Are. Like a pesky little brother, yeah. you can't get you off your bloody shoelaces. Ack spirit rolls off the tongue just as easily for me. <laughs> Ack. Ack spirit. <laughs> Just ack. Yeah, yeah, ack. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, New Zealand were happy to leave us behind, weren't they, in the ANZUS Treaty back yeah. in the mid-'80s because they wanted to go no nuclear, which is something we touch on in another podcast. Mm. You know, maybe it's time to return the favour. Yeah. What, nuke them a little bit. <laughs> Get rid of another atoll, see how we go, see if they're so chirpy then. Yeah, well, can we use New Zealand to test nuclear? I mean, Well, would that go against the ANZAC spirit? I mean, we went to battle with New Zealand. Well, in so we the, want to just blaze a new trail on the Anzac, get rid of New Zealand, <laughs> our brothers who we fought with Well, is the Anzac spirit, you know, just unconditionally just uh, based on friendship or is there a ledger in there? Because, you know, they're one up on us. I think it'd be part of its friendship. Do you think so? I think so. I mean, backing out on a treaty? Yeah, you shouldn't. Any contract. Mate, that's worse than getting blue ticked on bloody WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's one of the rules of mateship. Don't back out on a treaty. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but do, do you think millennials uh, really care about the Anzac spirit, Heggy? I mean, oh, um, I think and, if the, and if they do, do you think the diggers would have wanted them to care anyway? Like the, the, the diggers so far removed from the millennials in the way that they're mm. in their ideals and the generations they come from. When, they? You, when a millennial sees a 95-year-old man with a bunch of war medals mm. on his chest, what do they think? Do they think, fuck, he's old? Or do they think, you know, he served our country? Can he be digitised? Do they even know? Think, get out of my fucking way. I'm on my yeah. phone walking down the street. What's this old prick doing in the way? Get rid of him. Yeah. It's a public holiday and I'm trying to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they really know what's going on. Okay. Like bewildered babies. So they need to go to war to find out. And we oh. need to incite a war for them to find out. Very quick one. I don't think we need to incite one. It's going to come. But yeah. they will find out very quickly. Yeah. That, uh, and none of this like little... cyber war bullshit. No. No, we need, uh, like we always say, mate, boots on the ground. It's mm. the only way we're going to teach these kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think we solved that one pretty quickly. Yeah. Just ahead of time. All over. Lovely. Easy. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. With $50 cash back on any purchase of the new Hisense 4K Smart TV range, this weekend only at Appliance Legends. 
Appliance Legends. Lest we forget good value. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. I suppose there is a tiny ray of hope that I may one day be given the privilege of playing for my country again. I am resigned to the fact that that may never happen. talk a lot about how we need to be ready for a full-scale war. Definitely. Because it's coming. Got my backpack at all times. You and I, I mean, we're not getting any younger. We're getting older. Mm -hmm. Perhaps too old for hand-to-hand combat. So we need to consider whether the younger generation, Gen Z, is ready for war and whether they can channel the Anzac spirit effectively in defending us from evils. Yep. Um, So let's engage in a bit of modern equivalency. Yes. Uh, You actually sent me this link. This is from the Department of Veteran Affairs website and it provides a stereotypical image of the Anzac soldier that emerged from the Gallipoli campaign. So official official sources. That's right. Yep. Um, Four bullet points here. Maybe we can run through those and then see what that would look like against, you know, today's... Potential I think soldier. so, yeah, just to get an idea of whether or not we are ready to go whether to war. For yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Anzac soldier was tough, inventive and loyal to his mates and to officers who had proven themselves, but sometimes undisciplined when not fighting. Yeah, so I've, I've had I had to think about this one. So it's it really I think typifies the our you know as we always love to talk about the larrikin. So he's a bit of a, the the, yep. the soldier was a bit of a rogue scallywag, but he was gutsy in the clinches. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, intelligent but a bit loose. You yep. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah he's a, he was up for a bit of fun. And I just think of someone equivalent would be probably Elon Musk. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know he's not Australian, but I just think about you know his his ingenuity and you know he's he's inventing shit all over the place. And I remember when the the Thai soccer team those boys got Got stuck in the cave, and he and he came along and he said, oh, "I've got a, yep. a submarine I want to use to help you guys." And the cave expert said, politely mm. declined. So he called him a pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the kind of uh, kind of loose <laughs> intelligence that I think maybe these days would be closest to um to uh to the yeah. Anzac soldier, or but maybe just the bloke who you mate who does haircuts at kick-ons. Yeah, because <laughs> there's always one bloke there, yeah, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, know, you know what I mean. Like you know, he's obviously had a good time, but he's ready to show the the well, uh, his creative side, his spirit. Well, that's right, and the attention to detail required at at that time, at that at yeah. that peak time. It's interesting yeah. you mentioned social media. I mean, loyal to his mates is one of the the qualities they mention here. Is that like when you only retweet people who have similar views to you? <laughs> That's a very modern trend. Yeah, it's actually like you could read that description and it sounds like a Silicon Valley algorithm, doesn't yeah. it, around election time? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second bullet point they have here of the stereotypical Anzac is he was chivalrous, gallant, a good fighter, but not a good parade ground soldier. Yes, yes. So I had to look up what parade ground soldier meant. And parade ground is actually the area stationed around a camp where it's kind of like an area that's protected by the soldiers and where they do all their marching and yeah, stuff. Yeah, your drills. Yeah, that's right. So your drills and whatnot. So I did cadets, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. That's why you... For one year. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're looking blankly through me then, not blinking. Okay, so, you know, again, polite, statesman-like kind of person, strong, which is, you know, Mm. good, strong blokes, but hates marching. Okay, so he just wants to get out there and shoot shit. So the Anzac wasn't someone who would train the house down in pre-season. That's right. But on game right. day, they were on point. That's right. So it's not. Uh, it's nothing like the Chinese army. <clears throat> Excuse yep. me. Have you seen those guys march in unison? Oh, yeah. It's a thing of beauty. Like yeah. there's not a single, high legs. Oh, and just everything is just Good hamstrings perfectly timed. Everything yeah. is is just so well well rehearsed. Um. So basically, this bloke wouldn't get a run in the Red Army. Okay. <laughs> so he wouldn't he he wouldn't be in there because it's like a bloody Janet Jackson film clip. That stuff. I don't it, know, mate. Like these days with sports science and everything, like modern athletes are almost robotic in their movements. I feel like we've lost mm. that art of improvisation. 
education. Certainly. Yeah, sports science is a lot to blame, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I worry that our soldiers these days, maybe too drilled. Yeah, I'd think so. Yeah, you know, yeah. Aside from, you know, Ben Robert Smith and, and, and mates. Yeah, that's right. Um, getting up to mates stuff and a shovel. on, on yep. the grounds, allegedly. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, um, yeah. I hope that our modern soldiers can still have that bit of spirit, yeah. that improvisational spirit. Okay. All right. Third bullet point, he was brave, able to endure discomfort with a grin, casual about dangers, accepting of the possible consequences of combat, good-natured, humorous, irreverent towards officers who insisted on military discipline. Mm, so, again, so enduring discomfort with a grin. That's right. Is that like when you go two years without a base wage increase? <laughs> But you can't afford to lose your job because you wouldn't be able to pay your rent. Yeah, so was That's there any very un- modern. Yeah, so n- no unions back in the day, yeah. obviously. Um, but look, again, I think this just sums up the whole the way that the soldiers were back then. That they were ready to go. They weren't too hung up on on little things. You know, mm. they were ready to go for, go to war. Wasn't red, no red tape. No, that's just right. Just get us out there. Just give me a gun. Get me out there. You know yeah. what I mean? But imagine today, like people today, you and me are the same. I'm not going to, um, you know, uh, take myself out of this category. You can't do anything without, you know, you know, reading the, the terms and conditions. I'm going to need to see the P. EDS first, you know, will they have the ergonomic chair that I like? You know, every time I need to go somewhere, I need to get all this shit ticked off. Okay. But I guess there is one, one, uh, shining light is, um, I don't know if you've heard of Kyle Giesdorf. No. He's actually the Fortnite champion, you know, the game of Fortnite. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, so he's actually, um, he's 16 years old, so he's right in the in the category. And he used to, he actually trained a grueling 10 hours a day on Fortnite, you know. Um, yeah. And while it's unreported or it's unconfirmed, I think he had really bad eczema. Right. Yeah, but he fought through it, you know what I mean? Casual about danger. I mean, kids these days are vaping like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> like, the data isn't in on vaping. So maybe we do have the spirit. I think we do. Maybe we could be up for it. Maybe we're ignorant to what the young people think they know and we think we know everything, but we don't. Well, Actually, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. Yeah. Last one here, mate. The He thought, so he, the Anzac, thought himself better than the soldiers of most other nations yep. and considered himself to be democratic and egalitarian. So false sense of superiority. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, a quiet confidence, uh, but he's got conscientious views of all he thinks he does anyway. So I'd probably say Ray Hadley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and the ratings yeah. prove that he's better than everyone yeah, else. I was actually going to say Paul Murray, so okay. we're all on the same uh, <laughs> wavelength there. Or even maybe the bloke who retrospectively cancelled Hey Hey. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he thought he was doing a service and helping the world. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, mate. So look, there's, there's obviously some troubles here that we yep. need to address. I mean, how yep. do we install the Anzac spirit into this next generation of recruits? I mean, mm. I, I thought one idea might be that we could introduce ration packs at school tuck shops. <laughs> Kids these days are just horrendously obese. They have yep. soft, milky hands. We're always banging on about it on this podcast, yeah. mainly because their nutrition is terrible. Yep. Cans of beef and cigarettes at tuck shops. Because <laughs> back in the day, yeah. the, the rigs on these World War One blokes, yeah. they were slim. They were. They, they didn't have much fat kicking around. No. That was why they would get up there and, you know, That's get right. amongst it. Low body fat, didn't they? There was not, not a great deal of muscle mass. No. Um, but just uh, a low protein protein diet, and they had some some excellent looking bodices, as they mm. like to say. But yeah, no, I think that's right. No cheese sticks or apples for these motherfuckers these days, yeah. please. We need to instill some kind of um, you know a feeling of the past in these kids. Uh, personally, I think we need to somehow translate um, the freedoms that the war heroes gave us. Do you know what I mean? Like what the, what happened all these years ago is what gives us the, the the world we live in now. So we need to maybe accentuate to the young people that they gave uh, that the Anzacs gave us fast download speeds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, without them, we wouldn't have had, um, you know, 5G, which is on its way. That's right. If you think about it, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, And if that that fails, we'll just send the kids to war. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I had one. I mean, I thought maybe, obviously, we're all familiar with the last post tune. Uh, Can we get Flume to do a last post remix, maybe? (laughs) 
I don't know who has the rights to the last post. I think only if it's guaranteed number one on the Hottest 100. <laughs> only if Chet Faker did like a vocal <laughs> harmony on it. This is the best country in the world in which...